You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What up, world? Welcome on and all to another episode of The Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's bloggingtheboys.com. My name is Joe Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from right here as your humble host on The Ocho. It is Monday, May 11th, 2020, and we hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, practicing social distancing, and we hope that you had just a wonderful Mother's Day, whether you're a mom or a motherly figure or you were spending time with your mom or your motherly figure. We hope it was just uh, a day filled with joy and love and happiness uh, because moms and all the motherly figures out there are so special and so precious and deserve love and attention all the time, 24-7, 365. And so we hope it was a great day for you. We have um, we have a fun week in store here on the podcast feed. And, and by the way, we are just, everybody is so thrilled and thankful uh, for everybody that's listened to all of our episodes. Uh, we're, we're trying so hard to give you just the best Cowboys content that we can um, to have fun talking about the Dallas Cowboys. And so um, we have a number of options here on the Blog and the Voice podcast feed. And we're, we're so grateful that you have chosen to make Blog and the Voice part of your Dallas Cowboys experience. If you have not subscribed, please, please do. Because I really believe, and I'm obviously biased, but I really believe that what we offer is really cool. We have one podcast feed, the Blog and the Boys podcast feed. Search for it wherever you get your podcast, whether that's Apple devices, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Uh, just search on your podcast platform and hit subscribe if, if you have time you know, you're in the right mood give us a rating write a review those things are very helpful and in one feed you get access to just a number of shows a number of analysts a number of voices a number of opinions and uh, you get to hear lots of conversation and at the very least you get two episodes every day because we know you know you're, you're busier some days than, than this person and that person so we want to make sure you have something going on all the time that you have options and that you have great Cowboys content to listen to. And we believe that we are putting that out for you uh, this week. Guests going to be fun. All right. Going to be fun. Uh, today on, on Monday's episode of the Ocho, we have Rashad Whitfield. Now you might know Rashad as the footwork King, as he is known on social media on Twitter at footwork underscore King with the number one on Instagram at footwork underscore King. There's no number there. Rashad is known across the NFL for training different players, uh, from different positions. He's gotten a lot of notoriety for training Le'Veon Bell and Odell Beckham Jr. And, uh, he's gotten a lot of notoriety as of late with the Dallas Cowboys fan base because because he has been training CeeDee Lamb since CeeDee was in high school. So Rashad was kind enough to take some time on Mother's Day uh, to kind of talk about CeeDee and the training that they're doing. And um, if you haven't seen, Rashad had a video very recently. And so go find his social media or, you know, I shared it. It's on the Blog and the Boys social channels as well. Um, and it was a, a video of CeeDee just kind of doing, you know, a little this, little that, you know, kind of being a badass, no big deal. And um, But the video, I think, after, after you hear Rashad, 
not explain what happened, you develop such a larger appreciation for it. So uh, right now, just just hit pause, go find Rashad, you know, his social media, watch the video, and then get ready to hear Rashad explain it because it makes it so much more incredible and will get you all the more excited that CeeDee Lamb is now a member of the Dallas Cowboys. But um, this is actually not the only time that you'll hear Rashad this week on the podcast feed. Uh, he's on Monday's episode of The Ocho and on Wednesday's episode of Talk on the Draft. So you get a nice two for one when it comes to Rashad Whitfield this week. Later today on Monday on Girls Talking Boys with Kelsey Charles and Meg Murray, you will get to hear from Don Elliott, the mother of Dallas Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott. Mama Zeke, as she has been come to uh, be known affectionately across the world of Twitter, uh, is a really a charming person on Twitter and, and has a lot of fun and uh, you know really gets involved and stuff. And so uh, we thought it would be great to, to talk to her and kind of just see, um, you know, see what her life is like and things like that. And so I think you'll really enjoy what Kelsey and Meg uh, put together there. So be on the lookout for that later today on Monday. Now, I'll be honest with you, though. Typically, we don't advertise a guest until we've got that in the can, as they say in the biz, right? And so we've got it recorded because, you, you know, you don't you don't want to say we're going to have, uh, you know, whoever and then it doesn't come through, whatever. I will tell you this, though. We have two guests scheduled here on the Ocho that I'm very excited about. The first one you should hear tomorrow, Micah Puchel, lead guitarist, lead vocalist for Iration. Incredible band. All right, now, Poosh, uh, as a lot of people know him as, is a huge football fan, huge NFL fan. He's a huge San Francisco 49ers fan, but still, um, he uh, he has a lot of takes, and so I'm very excited to talk to him and hear what he has to say uh, and kind of explore his world as well. That should be your episode of the Ocho on Tuesday. Your episode of the Ocho on Wednesday should be none other than the Around the NFL podcast, Mark Sessler. Uh, the Around the NFL podcast is uh, my, my go-to. That's my number one football podcast. I get that question a lot, you know. What, what podcast do you recommend? The Around the NFL podcast is great. I actually went um, and saw their live show at the Super Bowl with Pete Sweeney, who was on last week. Pete and I went, uh, we Ubered out and saw it was at the uh, some uh, improv club, and it was really cool. It was really fun. And so uh, Mark Sessler, uh, if you have listened to that show, marches to the beat of a different drum when it comes to his life. And so i um, very excited to talk to him, hear what he has to say. And the Around the NFL guys um, have previously used a tool we'll call it called the Dalton scale and so I'm very excited to pick Mark's brain with regards to the newest Dallas Cowboys backup quarterback Andy Dalton but um but yeah and you know we have some things we have to get to you and I you know some some stuff we have to talk about but before we do that let's have some fun all right let's have some absolute fun let's talk about some CD lamb let's talk about you know his skills and well yeah I'll just I'll just we'll just start talking about it let's just do it Rashad Whitfield the footwork king joins us next right here on the OJ. We are pleased to be joined now by a very special guest, the one and only famous all over the world, all over all of the planets in the entire solar system, friend of the show. You know him maybe as the Footwork King, but Rashad Whitfield. Rashad, glad to have you back on with us, my man. Hey, thank you for having me again, RJ. It's been a while, man. It has. <laughs> the last uh, time I've been here was with uh, Cole. With Cole yeah, Hoover last 
Last time we were talking, it was about Cole Beasley um, and how he started working with you. Because I remember he had tweeted uh, at you during, I think, the 2017 season um, that you guys needed to work together in the offseason. Then it ultimately happened. And so that was really cool. Um, you've been doing this, you know, and every, every time I look, I feel like you're just blowing up more and more and more. Um, is, is life just never stopping for you with all the guys you're training? Uh, especially at this point, yeah. Um, you know, they can't report to the uh, facilities and stuff like that. Right. So, I mean, right now, it's huge for me. Um, usually after the football season, you know, February, once the Super Bowl is over with, mm -hmm. you know, the boys kind of, they don't put on cleats for like a couple of months. But now, since, you know, the COVID-19 deal, uh, they all started early. So we've been getting to, we've been getting to work early. Well, I want to. This is real, real good for me. I want to talk about a lot of football stuff, but, uh, and, and I did not know this last time we spoke, but I have to mention something about a different type of football. You're a Real Madrid guy. I didn't even know this. Yeah. Well, I get my, uh, Dennis is a big time soccer player. He has a uh, son that plays soccer at AM. He has a daughter that plays in North Texas. So he kind of got me into like really watching it. And because a lot of the footwork stuff I do for defensive back, right. With soccer players, uh, mid, mid, middle infielders. So yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a big fan of them. That's really interesting. So you're saying DBs translate most to midfielders then? And like, that's that's the strongest kind of parallel? Yeah, yeah, they get the same similar movement. Interesting. Wow. Who's yeah, your favorite yeah. Who's your favorite footwork guy? Like, and I mean, it doesn't have to be in, in La Liga, but, like, who's who do you watch just – I mean, uh, maybe, maybe you're going to go Ronaldo or Messi or something, but, like, who's your guy? Yeah, Ronaldo, like, Dude, Ronaldo's feet are like hands. You, you, like, you, if you watch the dude just playing around with the ball, it's, it's, it's unreal, man. Like, you know, I, I tell my football players, like, man, y'all got to y'all are skillful with y'all's movement-wise. movement, movement -wise. Man, these dudes try doing that with a ball, you know? That's what <laughs> I was going to – I have to imagine that would – like, would, that, would, that would have to change almost, like, everything you do. The fact that, like, a, a ball is now, like, not only part of it, but the main goal. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you know you got to think about the the body control you got to have with it. You know these guys are starting to stop them with the football. I mean, with, right. the, with the soccer ball. You know, and it's I mean the things that they do, it, it, it's 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 unreal. We're, we're talking about these guys are moving around with the ball on the tip of your toe. You know, moving right. around with it, man. It's, it's just awesome to see. You know, I used to be a big Pele fan uh, back in the days, and he he kind of got me like really like all like. Oh, man, I was just like, man, dude, this dude's unreal. Right on. That's cool. Yeah, well, um, we've got the same Real Madrid jersey, so uh, we got we got that in common going as well. So that's pretty cool. Um, okay, so, Rashad, was the CD Lamb video that you posted recently, that was your most viewed video in how long? I mean, like, like who who really moves the needle? Like, when you – because you, you do such a great job posting all sorts of great clips and highlights and, and just the perfect thing to show what you guys are working on. Who who are the players or the guys on what team that really kind of get all the Instagram likes going? Well, you know you know what's crazy, you know, RJ? Like, everybody's like, ooh, we ooh, ah, with that video. I'm like, it's just another day at work, man, I'm working <laughs> on <laughs> – Like, I, I, I don't – to me, to me, I'm just like, you know, I, don't know, that's just, I guess that's just me. Because you know, because I don't, I guess I don't search for the top drill. That's just what we have to be working on that day. Right. But like, you know, but you know, Odell. I you know, I, I remember I was in July. In July, all last year, I was 
in L.A. with Odell. He flew my family down there, mm-hmm. and we, you know, we, we trained all July. So, you know, anything I post to him goes crazy. Uh, you know, Joe Hayden, Darren Slay. I got so many big-time guys. You just never know. Um, right. It just – whatever ones, you know. You know, but that was – I mean, that was good. CJ excellent. Got in and out of his break. Um, I think it's the fact that I just got those those Hiko sticks. Right. Um, and um, as CD was coming to me, like I had him break, I had him do a hard stick, like he's running a slant route. He had to come full speed, but I threw him that Hiko stick while he's coming at me, and I threw him, and I had to give I gave him a color. So we had to focus on our color. What the amazing part was, most people don't think is, you know, that Hiko stick was supposed to be picked up in his left hand. He put the catch in his left hand. I threw it. I think I said red or blue. I don't know what I – he cut it with his right, switched it to his left, and got back upfield. Then I broke him down again, and then he came back at me. Unreal, wow. man. Unreal. Okay, so, <laughs> uh, so so Rashad's on Instagram, footwork underscore king. It's the same Twitter, except the number one is on the end, and you can see the video on both. If you yeah. haven't seen it, you haven't been on social media lately. Um, and so in the video, um, you have uh, – what did you call them, the sticks that you're using here? Um, uh, the code, uh, Hico, Hico sticks, uh, some company, man, they sent them to me actually on Instagram. Uh, they asked me, like, you want to use these things for your workouts? I'm like, yeah. And the way I think I'm very creative, you know, I got a lot of functional creativity in my, in my work. Right. So I just did, I, you know, I just did something, I don't know, I just, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I just, did, I don't know, I just, I don't know how I think of this stuff, man, but I do <laughs> and I make it translate to the game. You know, uh, I yeah. was just like, you know what? I got to work break today, and I got to work uh, him uh, hand and eye coordination and reaction, you know? And that's what that's for. They're good for hand and eye coordination and, like, you know, focus, catching a football. You know, when you catch a football, it becomes easier. Right. So, so that's all I did, yeah. This detail, though, that you provided, so if, if you don't know what the stick is, it kind of looks like um, – like a like a star kind of uh, no pun intended like a, yeah. like a like a sticker um and so it's it's kind of like a triangular rubik's cube sort of and um so yeah. each each leg of it is a different color and so what like I, to your point everybody that watched the video like freaks out just like oh my gosh you know whatever he's awesome but the impressive part is that you're telling him a specific color of the of the stick to catch and I saw that when, full speed. right. <laughs> and I saw that when he shared it on his Instagram, that he said he had something like he, he said uh, when he put on his story, like that hand switched though. So he switched hands. Yeah. He wanted him to catch in his left, but he went right and then moved it. But the way I threw that he could stick at him, he had uh-huh. no choice but to catch it in that hand. He had no cho- that was that was on me. But he still made the switch. Wow. So, but you notice that. I, but you notice that once I caught it, once I I, I, I don't know. I said red. He caught it, all right. But then once he caught it, he had to keep coming full speed at me, and I broke him again. He went back up field. He turned back forty-five degrees, and then I broke him down again. And then he's supposed to catch the, catch the other one in the other hand. But for him to catch the other one in the other hand, he had to switch. He just he just he just switched. It's crazy, just when he switched. I didn't think he was gonna switch like like I thought he was gonna switch later. He switched right. so damn quick, man. It's unreal. He's well, so. Like, I don't want to detail. Go ahead, go ahead, because you you explain this because the most the, the more detail you go into here, the more fascinating it is. Yeah, so he's he's originally he's originally supposed to catch the first stick in his right hand. Mm-hmm. But the but if you if you watch the video, I'm slow it down. I threw it so far that it's on his left hand. Uh, so it's in the middle of it. It's, it's got, you know, I, I, as me, I'm supposed to throw it to where he catches on his right hand, go back upfield. But he caught it with the left hand. 
So he's coming at me, he breaks, he breaks, he, he, does, a, he does a hard stick, boom, 45, comes at me full speed. I threw the Hiko stick. As soon as he breaks, you notice that the Hiko stick's in the air already. So then I called to the, I think I said, white, white. You know, he's supposed to catch it in his right hand, but he caught it in his left because he has to catch the second one in the other hand. So he caught that one in his left hand, switched. He switched, he switched right when he, like, right, right when he came out of his break. Like, that's the crazy part about it. Like, you got to watch the video. And then he puts it in his right hand, go full speed again, then I break him down again. He breaks down to two steps, and then he catches a stick and stick in the left hand, and it turns back up 45 full speed. Wow. The dude's crazy. He's, dude, I'll tell you, Cowboys got, you understand. Know I thought we were going to go, I, I honestly, I'm at his house, I thought we were going to the, my boys going to the uh, Raiders. But yeah. It was music. It was music to my ears when I went to the Cowboys. I'm like, yes, he's right up the street. Well, so um, so you're you're in Houston for anybody that doesn't know um, at, at Train Movement, and uh, I mean you can go watch Rashad. Just go spy on him, and and you know doing all this great work with people. Just get up in the trees near the field and everything, and he won't notice you. Uh, just be still. <laughs> but, um, uh, y'all can just hey, y'all can pull up if y'all want to. Just come in the gate. Y'all yeah. Just, yeah. So yeah, um, come in and watch. Man, it's been crazy out here lately. I don't want to diminish all of the work that you're doing with these guys, but I think that people, when they follow you on social media, they see footwork King and then they like, they just kind of tend to watch the feet because of that. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, but, but, I don't think they watch exactly what we're doing. Right. But the, the, the detail you explain with CD and, and this particular video that we're talking about here, that is, is almost all mental to, to be able to process what hand to catch it and then to switch, et cetera. I know that you love all your guys, but I mean, give, give Cowboys fans an idea of, of what, what CD has both mentally beyond the fact, you know, beyond all of his physical gifts. You know what I mean? Yes. And that's what I like to bring out of these boys. Um, I think a lot of people see the work RJ that we do out here in the field, but they don't understand. Like I've trained like 10 top NFL defensive backs every year. Joe Hayden, Xavier Howard. I mean, you got Darius Slay, you know, Jonathan Joseph. I mean, these guys are elite. I'm able to explain – I'm working with C.D. and Courtney Davis, you know, on that part of the game, how these defensive backs are going to cover them, you mm -hmm. know, how to read de defensive – you know, because it's different in college than NFL. I mean, these guys are a lot quicker. They're a lot – you know, I'm, I'm letting the uh, C.D. know that these guys are very, very, very smart, C.D. You know, they can do everything you, you can do backwards. Plus, they understand alignment. They understand what quarterbacks are playing, especially veteran cornerbacks. So there's a lot more detailed stuff that I'm getting in with T that, you know, so like even working drills like that, you know, because he has to be focused, you know, he has to concentrate and just to do all that at one time man, is, is unreal. I mean, the kid's very dynamic, very instinctive and he's very versatile. Um, have, have you ever seen anybody that has all, because it sounds like he's, you know, you look at his, his mental capacity, A plus, his footwork, A plus. I mean, you know, you kind of go through the list, A plus, A plus, A plus. Have you ever seen anybody that is as polished all the way around as CD Lambs? Oh, God. You, you ask me who's the, the most polished. I've never seen anybody do the things Odell Beckham. And I trained Odell for a month. Sure. Odell is very, 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 very different. Very different. I mean, the dude's good at everything he does. I'm like, usually people don't grasp hold of a lot of the stuff that I do so quick when it comes to footwork. And mm -hmm. everything that I do for re receivers is mainly for releases at the line of scrimmage and releases at the break breaking point. Bell is just different, man. I don't know. Like, and I've been around, you know, I train a lot of these top guys. But Odell, man, I'm like, I don't care whether he's playing basketball, catching one-handed, <laughs> shooting pool. I mean, I've never seen somebody, like, 
you don't notice that until you're down there living with them for a month. Like, damn, dude, what are you not good at? Like, you were like, oh, no, you were like really, literally dipped in a different kind of like, yeah, <laughs> you know, holy water. You know what I mean? Like, it's un- it's unreal. He's probably by far the most. I got some guys that are genetic freaks, like Daniel Hunter, but as far as like gifted, talented, is Odell. Like, that- if you don't know if you ever seen him like with a soccer ball, it's unreal. Yeah. Wow. Like, and just well, you the should, fact that he we, catches the ball one-handed with – we keep catching the, the football one-handed with the jug machine that's going to 50 miles per hour, snatching bad boys out of the air. But, wow, it's unreal, man. Like, I, it's, he's, he's, he's very gifted, very gifted. Well, we could put Odell on uh, on Madrid, you know, when, in the offseason. You know what I mean? Like that, we can we can benefit the most from it. Um, but, okay, so – He's a man. He's good. He's so talented. Um, okay, so then what is – what is CD's like the the first? Because you know he's a Houston guy too. Everybody knows his high school football history and everything. When you first saw him, what was the first thing? Uh, granted, Odell's in a different category, and all these guys have things that they're very good at. What was the first thing that you were like, "Holy crap, this dude is unreal"? Uh, uh, his hands, his catching ability, and his catching radius. Like uh, CD tracks the football very naturally. He probably tracks the football. The, the way I, I got comparisons to everybody, like like. I told everybody, like, uh, CD, everybody's comparing CD to DeAndre Hopkins. I'm like, man, I've been training CD since ninth grade, y'all. CD is Des Bryant. But he tracks the football like Odell. And he can acrobatic catch like Odell. But he's Des Bryant, everything else. From route running, uh, 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 the way he runs with the ball, like, very aggressive, very angry type runner. That's how CD is. You know, he breaks really hard. But when it comes to catching ability, he tracks the ball like Odell. He has like that that acrobatic catch like Odell has. That's, yeah, and that's what the first thing I noticed about CD was like his catching ability is like unreal. He just just very very good. His high point skills are great. Just a, just a very natural catcher, acrobatic catches, and he just he just tracks very well. Can you expl- ball very well. Can you explain that for? Because you know, not everybody is 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 you know well versed on the intricacies of being a receiver, being a DB, whatever. But when, when you talk about tracking the ball, where does where does tracking the ball begin for CD? I mean, is it the moment his route begins? Is it you know like at what point does tracking the ball start for you? And and how how can you teach that if somebody is not as naturally gifted? Uh, it goes you know a lot of the deep paths. It's like the uh, go balls, uh, mm-hmm. go routes, vertical routes, fade routes. So if you uh. You notice when the CD guy has to go downfield. So, for instance, if it's third and 40 and Dak needs somebody to go get that ball, <laughs> throw it downfield, and CD will track it. I don't care if the ball's behind him. The dude has a way to bend and jab it. It's, it's, it's crazy. Like, any deep ball he can track. I, he's probably the best deep ball guy I've seen. You know he, you know how some deep ball guys are just burners and they can just right. drop it? The quarterback is a CD, just throw it up, and he'll manage to get it. He'll manage to get it. I don't care how – it doesn't matter what his body position is. He can track it in the air. Like, he can find it. Even if he loses the ball, say CD is a deep ball, Dak throws up a deep ball, and CD happens to lose the ball from the, the, the big jumbo tron. He will find a way to get – I don't know, but he'll find a way to track that ball and come down with it. <laughs> you know, that, he, just, that, he just has a really good eye for it, very focused on where it's at. He tracks really it from it. when it starts to, to when he catches it. That's really interesting. I think, you know, like your classic sort of like deep burner, like just just guy that beats the secondary is like your Deshaun Jackson like that. He'll just he'll just outrace yeah. everybody. And and then you've got your sort of goal line fade guys that you just throw it up and they just, you know, find a way to come down like on, you know, second and goal from the seven or whatever. It kind of sounds like you're saying CD is like a marriage of those two things. 
he he is. He he's a marriage of those two things without the Deshaun Jackson speed. Mm. You know, Deshaun Jackson's a burner, but I I haven't seen anybody ever overthrow Deshaun. Like for instance, if <laughs> Deshaun he he'll put his head down and go get it. So right. I haven't seen anyone overthrow him. CD can say he can be tangled up with a defensive back twenty yards downfield and a ball thrown in the air. He will find a way to. Not only just get there, but he'll he'll you might think he's falling short, and he'll track it. He he might track it. The ball might be, he might be on a uh, might drop on the right the right side of his shoulder. You know, mm-hmm. he'll find a way. He might overrun it, and he'll still track it on the left side of his shoulder. Just kind of, as a matter of fact, it's kind of the same way I did with the Hiko stick. He, I threw it on the right, on the left, and he still was able to track. Just still, I, I threw it like. You got to see the angle it's coming from, but he still tracked it enough to where I, he knew he couldn't get it with that one hand. Sure. I guess if he just his, his eyes were like just he just focuses in on it, like he lasers in on it, and it's when once he lasers in on that ball or whatever, you know, it's 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 a wrap. We're gonna have to slow down this video and and look at it like frame by frame just to completely see the, yeah. the unrealness yeah, I was, of this. I can send it to you. I can actually send it to you. Uh, I can send it to you. All, I can send you the clip, and I can also like do a voiceover on it. On one of them, just to show you, kind of like, you know what? We're gonna do that. If, if you're listening to this episode, we're gonna do that. Rashad's gonna send us a video because he's the best, and he's gonna narrate it and tell us exactly what's happening. And uh, and we'll uh, we'll put that out. Appreciate that, Rashad. So, um, oh, no problem at all. There was a lot made, as you know, about the '88 thing. Um, I mean, you know, City really well. You mentioned you've been training him since high school. I mean, do you do you think any of that is? whatever or do you think it's just he's just going to go kick ass no matter what if he's wearing number 41 or whatever he's just going to be cd lamb yeah yeah he's gonna be cd lamb that's that's, that's you know um i told cd uh like two days ago i was like man bro it's an honor you know uh you know i'm real cool with des bryant that's my boy man he's a great mentor he's been mentoring uh courtney davis a lot uh right uh i think he's gonna he's gonna mentor cd as well um, and I think that's an honor, you know, to, uh, Michael Irvin were 88. Uh, I thought CD had to be proud. You know, I know he, you know, he had, think about, you know, wearing, you know, I think he wanted to wear 10. Um, but, you know, just, just the people behind 88, I mean, you want to fall, you want to, you know, and the kids will go down to the legend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that's, a, I think that's great for him. So he's not, he's not, it don't matter, he can wear double zero, he'll, he's still going to ball out. He's there to play football, and I'm there here to always kind of remind these boys, and also keep them grounded. And I, I've been doing that with CD. You know, a number is just a number. Uh, the goal, ultimate goal, is to get to the NFL, and he's there. He's on a great team. You know, I love Jerry Jones. I think he's awesome. I think he takes care of his players. Um, and I, this is this is huge for CD. I'm happy for him. I can't I can't wait till the season starts. I can attend, you know, his games. And I got another running back up there as well, Sherwell Alonaloo from TCU. He's gonna be our sleeper on y'all. He's going to be a big-time sleeper. He's going to be oh. another one that's going to step up big time. Oh, and Rashad, you, I mean, you've got Darius Slay now, you know, so you've got CD going up against Slay, you know what I mean? Like, that's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, the, you know, Odell and the Browns will be at AT&T Stadium this fall. Um, so, I mean, you've you yeah. got some, you know, you'll be heading, uh, you know, heading over to DFW quite a lot uh, this football season. Yeah, um, I think I have four corners that are playing that season that, you know, but I think Slay – if Slade's not on CD, I, I, I have a – Slade will most likely be on uh, – uh, On Amari? I think it'll be on uh, Amari, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Amari. Yeah, it'll be on Amari. 
That's uh, that's interesting. I bet that's fun for you. Like if if they do draw each other for whatever reason, I bet that's just that's got to be cool. It's like it's like rooting for your kids. Like who do I want to win? You know what I mean? It's impossible. Um, yeah. yeah, I went to the, uh, like last year, the first game of the season. I, I was in New York for the uh, New York Jets uh, Cleveland Browns game. So you know I've been trying to leave on Bell for five years. Right. So then I trained. I trained Odell. So I, I'm going to that game because I picked. I, I told Le'Veon I'm not going to no game when it's cold in New York because they got open stadium. So <laughs> whatever, yeah, yeah. But I don't root for – I always root for my players. Right. So when I watch football, I watch how they move, you know. So I'm I'm trying to – I, I want to enjoy it, but I'm like, God damn, man, Le'Veon, you took a step. Look at to why you should have done this. Odell, why didn't you do this? I got that training mindset, that trainer's, that trainer's eye. It doesn't get turned off. So no, that makes sense. Watch the game. <laughs> and like, cause you also, if, if you don't follow Rashad on social media, you're missing out. Cause you do. Um, I, I mean, I don't know any other way to say it other than just like weird crap. You know what I mean? Like, like, like the sticks you were yeah, talking about, I, I, like, you're just like this, this would be cool. Let's, let's try it out. And then it, it helps guys on their game. Yeah. Everything that I do, and that's why I train a lot of uh, pro guys because everything I do, uh, like there's a lot of functional creativity and a lot of the drills that I do. But everything I do is like translate to the football field. Everything's right. functional. Everything you know you can apply. So closer to the season, you know, I use the tools. I use those as tools, like the octagons and stuff like that. Like these are hurdles, like a little short ladder. All those little tools. That right there, those things help. Like your landmarks, they help sharpen. They help keep the feet inside the body frame. They help hand and eye coordination. So whenever I take everything out. You know they're sharp. You know on every, on uh, at every aspect of their game. So I'm just I'm just very 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 detailed. You know very 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 detailed with a lot of the work I do. Well, it's uh it's really cool to watch, and you know that's why you're the guy that everybody needs to see, everybody needs to work with. Um, and I think you've done a really great job of kind of hyping up CD for a cow. I mean, I don't think there's a Cowboys fan that wasn't hyped. You know what I mean? Uh, but I think you've done a great job of explaining kind of why he's awesome. Because everybody just, you know, like YouTube stuff and everybody's seen the play against Texas and whatever, but there's so much that goes into that. And kind of like you said, you know, you, you look for that I and know you him. see that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so. Yeah, I, yeah, I know, I know him. So I, I'm able to kind of really answer a lot of the questions that people might have, you know. Um, so then. Any concerns or questions about. If you had to then, well, before we go strengths, what 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 do you see? What what where does CD need to improve the most as he enters the NFL? Um, oh man, he's, he's, it's a good it's a good thing that you're struggling to find that. an answer. By the way, it's a very good thing that you're struggling. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like man, everything that he everything that he may need. To, when people ask me that those questions about my boys, it's funny because I'm like I cover everything. Like whatever he needs to improve on, I'm probably already on it. Right, you know so. Uh, like most of these guys, for instance, these guys aren't – they're not really good at uh, at releasing, you know, from the line of scrimmage because CD didn't play – didn't face a lot of press coverage in college. Mm-hmm. But CD's been training me for so long, that's what I work with him a lot on is, 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 is uh, release separation from the line of scrimmage. So that's going to be one of the bonuses that most people don't think he can do, but he can. He can do. Uh, just don't you – just, you just don't feel a lot in the Big 12. So, uh, other than that, just, just, no, I mean, there's a room for, I just can't think, I'm not sure right, right now, though. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know. Everything he needs to prove, I'm covered. I'm covering that right now. <laughs> sure. So, so, uh, so no, C- yeah, he'll be fine. 
so he shared a video uh, this past week. What you and I were talking on Sunday on Mother's Day, um, and he shared this a video, and it was just him like near an apartment complex. Just there was no ball. Looked like just him running. I don't even know if it was routes or just him kind of being creative and just kind of showing off. And you know how it is, stuff like that. Everybody's foaming at the mouth to see. And he looked like he kind of did this skip move. And Amari Cooper has talked a lot about a power skip move. Uh, is that something that, that you know that CD has worked on? Because Cowboys fans have started to learn what that is because of Amari Cooper. Is, is there any, I guess, what, you know, is there anything there with CD Lamb? Man, I'll tell you right. Yeah, we call it, so it's a, uh, it's called a crab walk. He'll probably tell you. Uh, man, I know the Cowboys fan right here, man, but I don't know if any other, he's going to use that. He'll, he'll use that. I use it when uh, I introduced a lot of my boys to it. Um, even though Dale used it a lot. You're going to use it in the game. Uh, uh, you got to be released, RJ. So if he's at the line, he has to be able to release with whether he had a left foot up or right foot up. So, uh, man, I hope it's not like – I think I hope there's, like, no other listeners, like, that are on other teams. Because <laughs> I don't want to give him one more, you know. It's gonna, it's, 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 he's going to use it. He's going to need this tool when he's going against the defensive back, especially if you plan anything outside. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just a uh, – it's another way of releasing uh, – another way of getting power with the foot that's not close to the ball up for okay. releasing. That's what it is, yeah. And uh, he can he can release two A's off that. You know, if the defense back doesn't open uh, open his gate, uh, he can take uh, – just take it outside. If the defense back opens up with him, he can cut inside. So it's something I've been working on with, um, with, with, with uh, him for uh, – about a year now, uh, two years actually. Uh, working with Odell, it's just another thing. You know, you gotta, you gotta. You, one thing you gotta be able to do is get off the line of scrimmage. You know, sure. This, this is what that's for. Yeah. So it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's something that that you is a is a reaction to what you're seeing, right? It's not you. You don't. You can't just plan on doing that. You have to. You have to be in the right situation. Is that kind of what you're describing? Yeah, you gotta be in the right situation. So anytime he's lined up outside and he's. Uh, you know, he might have Darius Slay on him the entire game. You know, he knows that he can't release with the with the same foot up every single time because Darius Slay pick, will pick up on that and he'll lock it up. So, he has to kind of mix it up because Slay is good. Yeah. And he'll have to mix it up. he have to mix it up. So, it just gives him a two-way go to where whichever way he goes, whatever he does, he's going to get separation. Okay. Yeah, it's like yeah. So, um, and he does it smooth. You know, Amar is awesome at releasing. Man, he's really good. Amar is one of the best route runners I've ever seen play football. Unbelievable route runner. Good at releasing. Um, he's gonna come in there with a hell of foot speed, hell of uh, uh, stutterness, uh, great body control. He loves to use his hands. He's very violent. Um, I don't see anybody putting their hands on him. You know, uh, at all. Uh, great route runner. Uh, gets in and out of his brakes very quickly, and I mean, tracks the ball, catches the ball very well, and he get, he he runs the ball very well after the catch too, which is good. So he sure. has very good yards after the catch ability. Yeah, I mean, and he's clearly comfortable in a situation, you know transferring the ball from right to left hand like the stick we talked about like you know if whatever's happening if a defender's coming I mean that's that's a lost you know or an underrated skill you know what I mean uh not every guy can yeah. do that smoothly um okay exactly. so I was gonna so think about it if, think about it if City catches the ball 
boom, he runs a hit drop, and he catches the ball, goes to the left. But as soon as he sees a guy, he sticks his foot and changes the other direction. He can't keep the ball to the left-hand side. No more, they can strip that. Right. And he, just like he did with that ethos stick, he'll switch to the right and be gone. Okay. It's just, it's, just, it's, just, it's just a feel. He'll feel it. See, like that's yeah. I think like everything I've studied of him, especially since, since he became a cowboy, is that he has that, which is hard to measure. He just has feel, um, which I mean, I, I don't even know how you teach that. You know what I mean? But it's just you know, it's almost God. Yeah, yeah he's know? very, very. Yeah, it is. He's very. Uh, he's very instinctive. Mm. Very instinctive. He got great, great instincts. You know. Um, no man, like he just he just had fun with the game. But he's very, but he, but you know what? But he's such a hard worker, and I think like, like a lot of the guys that I've been working with, like TD, they've been training for so long, and I've been right. training these pros for so long. So the same knowledge, the same intensity, the same type of work I'm doing my pro receivers, you know, Emmanuel Sanders, Odell, Andre mm-hmm. Johnson's down here, Will Fuller, um, you know, like I'm, they've been getting that same. Everything, because they're in high school. That's why in college you look at CD and Courtney and Caleb Vaughn and you know Sherwell uh, Lua, They're just like steps ahead of everybody else. You know, like you would just tell they're very, very, very polished. Like, right. You know, uh, but I got to make sure that the transition from college to NFL is on point. So I sure. develop that in whether in college. Yeah, well, see, uh, I don't know if you knew this, Rashad. I went to Texas A&M, so I'm a big Courtney fan. But a lot of Cowboys fans got a little bit burned when he, you know, there was that first report that he was going to join the Cowboys, and then everything changed, and now he's a Viking. So, um, but you, you, uh, he, was, he was he was he was coming, man. He was he was coming, but geez, you know, Gary Kubiak is a Viking. Right. Uh, Gary Kubiak is a uh, offensive coordinator, and he, I think he's an Aggie as well. He but is. They love. They just. Man, he he was not gonna take no for answer. They wow. they're gonna get Courtney. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's it's well, you know, it happens. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. you know, you can't you can't get them all. You know, it's you can sometimes you can only have CD Lamp. You know what I mean? Like that's you know that's yeah. what it is. Uh, and they, they, well, they, they, they're, such, they're such good friends, man. So uh, uh, they work out together. Uh, but you're hearing all guys, so but uh, it's a good situation for Courtney. Sure. Okay, Rashad. Well, I was gonna ask you to finish with like just kind of describe CD strengths, but you've already kind of done that. So I guess last thing, kind of give our listener just an idea of. I, I'll say this: if CD Lamb doesn't do what his rookie year, you'll be surprised. If CD Lamb does not go over a thousand yards receiving and at least ten touchdowns, it ain't gonna be his fault. It's going to be either the O-line and blocking to get the ball out for Dak or, some, or something. Because one thing he's going to get – he knows what to do. CD knows – CD, you've got to get separation first. Sure. To get open, you got to get separation. Once he gets separation, he will get open. Okay. So, well, uh, so yeah, he, I, I need a 1,000 touchdowns. matter of fact, I need a reminder today. You know, 1,000 touchdowns. So okay. I'm going to be at the training – camps and all that stuff well if they have any kind of training camp i'll be there you know well, we'll, uh, i just gotta stay on them keep working we'll circle back then and and we'll we'll uh we'll we'll, we'll get you back sooner rather than later we can't go as long as it's been uh since the last time rashad um rashad whitfield the footwork king thank you so much for taking the time to join us my man uh looking forward to that video clip and we'll talk to you soon enough oh yes sir thanks for having me rj
give a big time shout out, big time thank you to Rashad Whitfield for taking the time to join us here on the Ocho on Twitter at footwork underscore king, the number one on Instagram at footwork underscore king. I'm telling you, if you follow him, you will see some incredible videos all the time. He's fantastic. So big time shout out to him for uh, for some time on Mother's Day even and, and happy Mother's Day to, uh, to the women and the motherly figures in his life. But uh, but yeah, so uh, that was I'm, I'm telling you the stick thing just listening to his breakdown of it and i'm gonna also this is a day of honesty all right i was honest with you about the guests we haven't recorded with yet earlier i'll be honest with you at the time of this particular recording you and me talking right here right now i have not done anything with the video that he is supposed to send over uh or has sent over excuse me um but so uh i'm excited to put that together and through the magic of podcasts and the magic of time by the time you listen to this that will be out so i haven't totally heard it yet myself but um just listening to his uh, his explanation here on the show with us was really great and so uh be on the lookout for that as well so uh fantastic interview there and like i said we just we have an incredible lineup this week and uh you know shout out to all of our podcasters here on the network uh working hard every week to make sure you've got uh some great people i didn't even mention early on that later this week girls talking boys kelsey and meg will have jesse temple from the athletic uh who uh knows a thing or two about the wisconsin badgers to talk about all things tyler Biotish. Uh, but I mentioned that we had some things to talk about, you and I, before we get out of here. And I wrote about this on Saturday. Uh, so on Friday, Stephen Jones, Dallas Cowboys Vice President of Everything, uh, was on the PFTPM podcast. That is the uh, podcast that Mike Florio does at Pro Football Talk outside of PFT Live. And so Stephen Jones was a guest, talked about a variety of things, talked about the schedule release and stuff. And it was an interesting interview. Certainly encourage you to go listen to it. I also believe it is on the NBC Sports YouTube channel if you would rather watch it. Um, but Stephen Jones said something that just really caught my eye and, and really caught my ear, I should say, uh, because I could actually not believe that he said it. In fact, let's I won't even set the stage if you're still you haven't heard it by this time. Here is uh, is the clipping question from the PFTPM podcast. But but Stephen, as it relates to his contract, and I, I remember you went through this with Des Bryant. July fifteen is that ultimate drop dead deadline for a multi year deal. It's a deadline driven business. Is it safe to say that that really is the timetable we all need to be watching? Mid July, it gets done or it doesn't. Uh, when that when that clock strikes twelve or four p.m. Eastern or whatever the case may be for closing the window on a long term deal for Dak. I think so. I mean, at the end of the day, I know everybody's out there, you know, uh, how have you not paid Dak? Uh, you know, at the same time, uh, Dak has to, we've tried to pay him and he has to accept what we want to pay him. But uh, the deal's got to be right for Dak. It's got to be right for us. As you know, Mike, uh, the salary cap makes this a zero sum game for owners. This is not something where uh, Jerry and myself are trying to save money. Uh, so the Cowboys can make more money for the Jones family. We're, we're just trying to do our very best working with Mike, working with Will McClay uh, to really uh, divide up the pie in the best way possible to win a Super Bowl. Uh, you know, there's all sorts of analytics out there that show if your quarterback takes up too big a percentage of your, of your salary cap that, uh, you know, it, it decreases your chances to win. So we're just trying to figure out the right fit. Uh, no one wants to sign Dak to a longer-term deal uh, more than Jerry and myself. We're on the record time and time again on what we think of him as a leader. Uh, he has the it factor. He's a fierce competitor. Uh, he wants to win as well, and uh, it's just got to be right for him and right for us. We'll continue to work uh, to a conclusion on that. All right, so we have all 
gotten into a debate, right? We've, we've all debated whether you're pro or against, anti or for, whatever the case may be, with regards to Dak Prescott, all right? We've all debated that. We, we've all, you know, we're all well experienced in this. And you have likely, at one point or another, heard somebody reference the, you know, unbelievable salary cap and, and, and the just the super rigid rule when it comes to the salary cap percentage and quarterbacks. And what that is, is since Steve Young with the 1994 San Francisco 49ers, no quarterback that has been part of a team that won the Super Bowl took up at least 13% of that team's salary cap. So this has become a point that a lot of people lean on and say, you can't, you just, you can't, you can't pay a quarterback 13% of the salary cap because then they won't win the Super Bowl. Just look, look at the data. They won't, they won't win the Super Bowl. It's impossible. It's impossible. And I really just absolutely hate this argument because there is so much necessary context. I mean, look at look at Pat Mahomes. He's on a rookie deal. I mean, but he's Pat freaking Mahomes. I mean, there's a reason why he's, you know, so good early on in his career because he's Pat Mahomes. And so, you know, you can't just say he was on a rookie deal because, okay, cool. Then the goal is just to draft Pat Mahomes every four or five years. You know what I mean? Russell Wilson was on a rookie deal when the Seattle Seahawks won the Super Bowl. Joe Flacco was on a rookie deal when the Baltimore Ravens won the Super Bowl. And the other thing is so many people have come close to to being in a Super Bowl or, you know, winning one themselves that have not been on rookie contracts, but weird things happen. I mean, it, two years ago, if not for the worst missed pass interference call of all time, the New Orleans Saints are in the Super Bowl, maybe they win, right? And then all of a sudden, this argument becomes ridiculously stupid because it doesn't exist anymore because Drew Brees' Saints on the Super Bowl. Maybe in 2014, you know, we'll call them Aaron Rodgers' Packers, not Mike McCarthy's Packers for obvious reasons, don't have a collapse in Seattle, and maybe they get to the Super Bowl, and maybe they beat the New England Patriots, and, and maybe, you know, the uh, the conversation or the argument becomes null and void then. Or maybe, you know what, the conversation only exists because of the New England Patriots. I mean, I mean, so, you know, again, if you're somehow unaware, Tom Brady has historically taken much less than he could on an open market because his household income is very different than the average person, let alone the average NFL quarterback. And uh, it worked out for him very well from a Super Bowl standpoint in New England. And, you know, he's obviously altered things a little bit now with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So we'll see how that goes there. But I just I mean, this is such an archaic Point and the fact to get back to our point that Stephen Jones would not only believe it on some conceivable level, but that he would legitimately say it in an interview with Mike Florio is stunning to me. I mean, it, it truly is stunning. And it's stunning for a lot of reasons, or, or two sort of big ones. One, it's stunning because, dude, what? How can you think this? And two, actually three stunning reasons. Two, if you know, if you're going to champion the cause of analytics and how analytics say you can't pay a quarterback a certain percentage, you cannot say that less than a year after you paid your running back $90 million, all right? Maybe you think the Zeke deal is great. Maybe you think the Zeke deal is not great. However, whatever you think, you cannot deny that analytics, to put everything under that vague umbrella as Steven did, analytics suggest that paying a running back is a mistake. So you can't tell me, you know, through one side of your mouth that you're super analytics. That's why you can't pay a quarterback a certain percentage, yet you're the team that did that with Zeke. The other reason why this is just ridiculous to me 
and this has been reported by a lot of different people, uh, the person who, in, in my own personal estimation, has been the closest with all these details has been Yahoo's Charles Robinson. Charles was the first person to note that this was going to be a matter of contract length. That this was going to be four years versus five years. And so that being the issue seemingly has absolutely nothing to do with the percentage thing. Because the percentage thing is all about how much money Dak's getting paid on an annual average basis. All right. That that is an independent thing from contract length. So if if Stephen Jones is saying this in true and total honesty, then there is seemingly some disagreement between the Cowboys and Dak Prescott over the amount that he should be paid per year, let alone, you know, how long the contract is for, which is not what we have heard to this point. So I, I just I thought that was very, very, very interesting of Stephen Jones. Uh, but uh, yeah whatever so um yeah uh that's gonna do it for us uh you know i i'm sorry to end on a sour note because the rashad whitfield interview was great uh but we had to address the steven thing so hopefully uh you still had a good time i know i had a great time i know that you are going to have a great time later today on monday when don elliott joins kelsey and meg on girls talking boys make sure you subscribe to the blog and the boys podcast feed wherever you get your podcast whether that's apple devices or spotify TuneIn radio stitcher we are everywhere and i promise we got a lot coming all right you want to be part of the blog and the boys podcast feed because we have so much fun coming we might have something special coming later this week that something special might be like i don't know on thursday i don't know i mean i'm just maybe i'm making stuff up maybe i'm not who knows all i know is that you have to do me a huge favor and you have to have the absolute best monday of all time you know why because you deserve it we will see you manana my friends as always go cowboys and peace out